Well, they weren't expecting that, were they? Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by Just Eat. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and back in the studio with me tonight is the one, the only, Fanula Jones. Lots to talk about, so let's get stuck in. When are these fuckers going to move off Love Island and move on to Karma Island? Because I'm sick of these boys getting away with all this bollocks back to talk to me about it. Is Vanula Jones. Welcome back, sweetheart. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great having seen you. Aww. We've missed you, man. We've Aww. missed you. I've been, I feel like I died a death during one of the, kind of the biggest, well, not one of the biggest weeks, but like I missed... Like Hugo's speech at the fire pit. Yes. And then I would say I, I at least I recovered in time for things to actually get good. So yeah. delighted to be back. That's and good. Talking about it with you. I feel like everyone's been holding vigil for you online. <laughs> been getting lots of messages. People have been very kind. I very much appreciate it. Generally, people are good. Not these people in the villa. Not but these people. <laughs> they are scum of the earth. ITV sniffs them out, but generally the others are good. Truly, yeah. yeah truly. Good. Um, look, I have I. <sighs> where do we where start? Where do we start? <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure. A weird episode after a lot of drama. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a bit They must a... be sick of the text coming in. They're fucking constant these days, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of tweets of the same kind of vein tonight of like, you know, if you like if you live long enough, you'll live long enough to be a villain, that kind of sentiment. And definitely the tide is turning on some characters in there. I think we're seeing new sides of characters that we previously previously hadn't, like mm-hmm. Clarice and people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are people who have just always been bad and are now just getting away with it because time is in their favor and they've nothing but time to force forgiveness. Yep. It is stressing me out. And I even saw some people online today saying about like, just cut, like end the show a week early because it's all kind of going a bit mad now. The wheels are kind of wobbling a small bit. But then I'm also like... Once we get over this little hump of this kind of turbulence, we're going to start getting more of like really nice moments from Teddy and Faye, really nice moments of Liberty and Jake. And then they're going to fucking horse million leave down, Liam down our throats mm. for the next three weeks, which I'm not about. But it's just a weird vibe now. Like there's still a lot of turbulence and we're kind of coming into that last two weeks soon now where it should be all about the like, when are we going to say I love you and people become a boyfriend and girlfriend and all this kind of stuff and I just feel like we're so fucking far away from that in the majority. We've got Faye and Teddy are kind of the last remaining couple that I'm actually so truly rooting for. Yeah. Um. Although Chloe and Toby like who knows who'd have thunk it a couple who of days ago. knows. I mean I think I would love to see them end of the week early just like in a Imagine. shock twist just because I think it's similar I'm always asked in terms of like by people who don't watch it like is it usually is it usually like this in other series where you're kind of this close to the end and there's no real clear winner and obviously we did have it with Amber and Greg's year but I think the difference with that and this year is that the cast was a lot more likable and you would like the likes of like Maura obviously providing the comedic relief and you had her like total left field she's with Curtis and then you also had like my May and Tommy were that year as well weren't they yeah like you would like them if you liked them so you're potentially rooting for them. Latch on to them, People yeah. were rooting for Amber. Whereas like, this is all now like so disjointed. Yeah. And I, I've said, I I really think uh, Teddy and Faye are the clear I think so. front runners now. But at the same time, you still have a very large vocal majority of people who don't like Faye. Why, you guys? I know. Why? Not, I'm, I'm not, sick of it. I'm not here to speak to those people. They're not my people. I am sick of it, Fanula. Yeah. I am sick of it. And I have... 
had many a debate on this podcast over the last however many weeks trying to kind of defend her and at times it has been hard and at times I haven't agreed with her but I also just think she is one of the most beautifully flawed women we've seen on this show and I just feel like there's no badness in her the lip liner will go in a couple of weeks when she has professional makeup artists so like stop with that commentary she's just fab and Teddy is gorgeous and they clearly are just so gagging to ride each Mm. other and it's fucking gorgeous to see it and I'm sick of the like no I'm not buying it I just don't like her or they're playing a game or blah 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 and it's like I just we're at a point now where it's like show me where the game is show me where it is I love how some people thought she was a villain like sorry honey honey we're not naming names but come on whoa you thought you knew who the villain was sorry we saw her tonight Kaz coming through for the intercept like what the fuck Um, we gotta follow a structure here so let's go back to the top of the episode Mary and Clarice, it's off the back of the recoupling and Mary and Clarice go for a chat on the swings and Mary is crying. She's talking about how it's a shit situation. Um, we were eating pizza, shout out to Just Eat, thanks Mill. Uh, so I wasn't really taking notes and I was also like, this is they're not really saying anything of substance other than the fact that Mary's really upset. Clarice is like, it just doesn't mean shit that they're in a bed together. Like you can still get to know him. And like, I have kind of two sides of thought about this. Like one, I think that Abby was not to know that that was so deep. She had a chat with Mary in last night's episode Mm -hmm. where it was Mary's opportunity to say, look, I really like him. But Mary didn't give her that indication. She said in the beach hut that she thinks Dale likes her more. Didn't say that to Abby. So like Abby worked off of what she had in front of her and now was made feel like the bad guy. And also I think it's more about like them getting upset and getting frustrated. I think it feeds into the chat they had yesterday, I believe with Clarice, where she was talking about the fact that like, she was upset about the Tyler Kaz situation and she was saying like, oh, everyone is worried about Kaz's emotions and this and like worrying about Kaz. Where the fuck are people worrying about me? I was also after investing in Tyler, but because I'm not here long enough, they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And I, like, we saw that so much again last night in the recoupling when she made that speech and Tyler was the fucking height of rudeness. The height of rudeness. Such attitude. Sorry, disgraceful behavior sitting mm. down next to her. And Kaz as well, from the minute Clarice pulled her for that chat a couple of days ago, and Kaz kind of played, and we've talked about it over the last couple of nights, but like Kaz played it as like, okay, how are you going to explain yourself? And just to compare it to the Millie Lily chat where Millie granted Lily with like some kind of sympathy that she too had been hurt. I just feel like the Casa Amor girls are feeling a bit like, sorry, we're actually here now and we're a part of this villa and we too have to be thought about Mm -hmm. and cared for. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this potentially was leaning into that. That's my TED talk. What do you think? <laughs> you can you you can see there's a very clear divide between yeah. the two groups of girls though. With the with the with the exception of like I think Faye goes between the two, but like obviously her loyalties lie with the OGs. And I think it's a bit of nosiness as well for Faye. To definitely, be yeah. And yeah. I was about to say the same thing with Chloe. Like I feel like Chloe yeah. wants to be in with the in two the of crack. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like I felt really, really sorry for Abby because at the end of the day, Abby, as you said. Had the chat with Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary said, yeah. Abby was like, we can obviously both get to know him. And Mary was like, yeah. Like, Abby can't read minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was very hard watching her being like, why so did no upset. one tell me this? As Dana yeah. was also like, oh yeah, no, like I'm really, I'm really attracted to Mary or whatever. And Abby's there to look like a mug and like to yeah. be, be made upset when at the end of the day, she's also just playing the game. Yeah. I'm also I mean? wondering from the, like from the Casa Moore Islanders, like, was Dale withholding that information because he still they still feel on the periphery and still feel a level of uncertainty about their position? Like, do you think he was trying to keep the game a bit more open for himself 
to remain secure I don't know I just I felt it was weird that she was just like I'm really surprised that everyone is so upset and Dale was like yeah look me and Mary really vibe and I really like her and like Abby just was like flat out like I did not know that there was that much of a thing there that I needed to worry about like I just wonder are they was that a bit of game playing that kind of came back to bite them on the arse a little bit maybe yeah but then I just think as well it's like okay fair enough like I just I don't know like I just it's so hard because there is nothing stopping them from like getting to know each other either like I don't see why yeah I really feel like even with her whole speech and everything I feel like Mary was maybe looking for her moment or something yeah with it a bit it just felt a bit heightened for what had happened and then I'm just trying to like, I just think when we see something like that, there's got to be other things at play. I just but don't think... But that's the thing. Uh, uh, is it an edit then? Is yeah. it something that we didn't see? Well, we obviously didn't see moments between her and Dale because if their relationship is what we saw, then Abby was fair game for what she did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dale then goes up to Mary in the kitchen, gives her a kiss on the shoulder and tells her, let's go for a chat. And they go up to the terrace. Dale is saying, like, obviously, I like you, but I don't want to juggle two people. I'm not trying to, like, play you guys off each other or split my attention or whatever. Mary is then talking about the bed sharing and the situation there and that like they'll have to wait to share a bed and all this kind of stuff like this conversation seems like they previously had a conversation about coupling yeah do you know what I mean it seems as if they've discussed the fact that they're that into each other that they will recouple Mm -hmm. rather than just kind of this vague thing of like oh Dale might fancy you and Mary might fancy you back like I think there's more to it the pair of them kiss and Abby is inside in the dressing room as this is happening obviously producers are sending the bitches up into the dressing room conveniently timed all night tonight uh, Abby's in the dressing room kind of fixing her hair or whatever and then thankfully they finish the kiss and Abby goes out and she's like oh sorry I was actually looking for Mary and they get kind of awkward and then Abby goes out and she's like I'm really really sorry I did not know that he was so sure that he wanted to pursue stuff with you uh, and now I feel like I've ripped you two apart and Mary sat there like yeah yeah and then when Abby starts crying Mary's like oh my god don't cry and it's like every step you have taken tonight is to ensure that Abby feels bad and like, I get that you're hurt, but also like, Abby did not see that this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Now maybe, maybe if it was that clear to every other Islander, which apparently it was, because Faye's reaction last night was pretty fucking strong when mm-hmm. she was like, oh God. Like maybe Abby is just, I don't know, willingly blind to it. I don't know. But th- there's been a lot of miscommunication in this situation where I don't think there's any real victim. I think it's just like all of them have been a bit like... Yeah, I mean, I just Silly. come back to Abby with this whole thing. And like, I mean, maybe this, maybe it was your her fault from the off ever pursuing Toby. And I feel like she's just been on the back foot from that since. Yeah. But it's just like, a follower DM me about this as well. Like, she was the gal that came in and was like, I'm prepared yeah. to like, fuck shit up and step on people's toes. And like... We've never seen that energy. Or like, she's trying... And like, I wouldn't even call this like, fucking shit up or stepping on people's toes. Like, she made a choice that she felt was right for her. Yeah. And then, like, got an absolute bollocking for it where it wasn't really... Necessary. Necessary? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I remember when her press pack came in, it was the most... I remember reading and being like, this is the most, like, threatening someone has been in a press pack where they're like, I'm 100% getting Toby. Chloe needs to move out of the way. Like, it was very much like, I'm going to go in and not give a fuck about making friends. Like, it was very strong. And I was like, brilliant. Can't wait for this girl now to get in here and just move mentally, like... And she just has never really done that. Like, Mm. even when she was coming on to Toby... She wasn't really being like crazy disrespectful to Chloe or anything like that. Like, I just feel like she's kind of sold us a dream and (laughs) this is not. But I don't know, maybe it was that she wasn't really anticipating for things to have gone the way they did. Yeah. You know, like she strikes me as someone who's actually quite confident. Yeah. And then I'm like, 
potentially is usually the pick of the bunch. And then maybe to not have that happen. Yeah. And then kind of continuously face rejection really publicly like that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I... She's still not necessarily one of my faves or anything, but I do see her kind of in a new light and I do... Yeah. I feel sorry for her that this has been her experience. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't really... She's never fully, like, settled or, like, cemented herself in the villa because she has been in those kind of turbulent... Oh, Tyler, Hugo, Teddy and Liam are having a chat and... Tyler is talking after recoupling. He's saying, I don't think Kaz's feelings are there. She seems like she's really happy with Matt and they've overcome their hurdle and they're like full steam ahead now. And Teddy is like, you need to explore things with Clarice. Like you need to give that a chance. Um, the, Like this love square is truly exhausting. And where I once thought the victims were, that's not where they are anymore. Mm. And like, I just, it's, it's mental how this day last week, I... I think I even said it on the podcast. Kaz has not put one foot wrong. She has never disappointed fans. She has been 100% from the get-go. Absolute legend. And this week, I have found myself constantly being like, Kaz, no. Like, no, that's not it. Like, you're not being fair here. And I just think there's this, like, OG mentality. And it's not even just the OGs, but anyone even who's been there before Kaz more. This feeling that they're, like, owed something. They're owed a relationship, their old respect, their old time in the villa. And it's like, no, sorry. Like, if Greg can come in a week to the end and win the fucking thing, you're old jack shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're not playing the game and if you're not fucking playing it right, then yeah, you could be the victim to some mad shit like this. I just, I that whole thing tonight. And Tyler is so infuriating. He is beyond unattractive. Like, purely just <sighs> yeah. the way he carries himself, the way he speaks. Yeah. I find, especially to women. Yeah. And especially to the two girls, like repeatedly. The scoffing and the eye rolling. Yeah, like, and, yeah. I'm not going to use the word gaslight because I think that's potentially too strong a word. But, but very scoffing, dismissive. I think, is there, yeah, yeah, and I very think dismissive. very, I, I don't see it. No, I, I don't. I really, really don't. And like, I'd, I'd get Clarice's argument that like, she, he, he never really gave her a shot or whatever. I feel like they did have enough time in Castle Moore that he should at least know. Yeah. And I don't know, is it a case of he's come back and was maybe expecting Kaz to be single? And is it a bit of a pride? Is it maybe recognizing that previously Kaz would have been like a fan favorite and really strong? Yeah. Like, was he literally just stigmatized and then came back and was like, oh, I've no, I fucked this like from a pure TV perspective. I don't know yeah. why I did this. I honestly, I don't know. The, the term moving mad has been used too much over the last. And incorrectly two, by yes. the lads. But he. If I'm going to put it anywhere, it's him because I jo- he is yeah. so, so strange. So strange. And so frustrating to watch to watch him just kind of... And he, he keeps me like, oh, I don't know how to say it, but like, I'm trying my best. It's like, but you're not. Like, the only person you're thinking of is yourself. The only feelings you're thinking of are yours. Like, the only happiness you're thinking of is yours. Like, it's just the selfishness of it. And like, I never had mad love for Clarice. I never feel like we got to know her that much, whatever. But I had major sympathy for her yesterday and tonight. Just And just seeing him and Kaz, and we'll get to it now shortly, but like seeing the two of them just move so slyly, like having all these private conversations with each other as if they were the ones that they need to talk to. And it's like, hold on a minute, you need to finish or sort the shit that you're in There's a before. Yeah. Yeah. And like Tyler said at one point being like, well, obviously the next step is to talk to Kaz. And I was like, no, it's not. The next step is to talk to Clarice because you cannot keep backup plans in the fucking wings mm. in case Kaz says no or yeah. vice versa. Like, 
it's so infuriating to watch and to see Kaz become like such a hypocrite in the last week has been really like totally. maybe that's start, but she's acted no I don't hypocritically. think it is I, th- I think if it was she was going mad at Tyler over yeah. the exact same thing and I yeah. know, like to be honest because I think that footage came like quite soon after like the initial Casa Mori yes like, obviously tension's very high Um, I think I don't know maybe she I I don't know but it was just like that whole conversation is a mirror image to like what's happening now. Yeah. And like you're seeing the other people, in this case, Matthew and Clarice, be rightly annoyed or rightly yeah. fucked up as to be like, what is this? What are we, you can't give me anything. You can't yeah. give me even like a crumb of commitment. Yeah. And Kaz fucking eighth head off Tyler for doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And if Matthew was to do to her yeah. with another girl in there, yeah. we would be hearing all about it. Yeah. Like. No, Kaz literally got up from one beanbag where she was talking to Tyler giving him an earful for his behavior and then went over to Matt and gave Matt an earful for the fact that he had the same emotions as she had. It was like, no, that's not fair. Like after the recoupling, Clarice and Tyler are having a very brief chat and Clarice is saying like, are you happy? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, you don't really seem that happy. And she was like, I'm not a second option and I'm starting to kind of feel like that. And I'm like, sis, fair. Like I fucking see why you're feeling that because she probably laid it on a bit thick in the recoupling speech. I thought it was a bit strong for the circumstance. Mm. But like, maybe that's how she felt. Maybe she was like, you know what? I'm going to lay it out there and I'm going to tell him. And for him to come over and sit down the way he did, I was shocked. Meanwhile, Kaz and Matt are having another short chat. And Matt is saying like, oh, you're so good at speeches. Like you should have been a public speaker. Um, And I feel really happy. Like it feels so much more natural now. And like we're over that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And Kaz is like beaming and like giving him the eyes and the smile and stuff. But like, I'm watching her and I'm like, you have no interest in this guy. You've no interest in this guy. He is just a placeholder to make Tyler jealous until Tyler realizes the mistake he has made in your mind and comes back groveling. And you can say, okay, Matt, you're done. Yeah, I didn't really cop that until later on in the episode. Like, because they just, they do. And again, I don't know. Maybe it's like the edit or the the cameras or whatever. But like, they do seem like they get on and yeah. they're like quite cozy. Yeah. I think it'd be very hard to fake that kind of, like that natural banter they have between each other. Yeah. I'm like, why? It's why so are you throwing? Why are you throwing this away? For what, him. For, for Oscar from Shark Tale. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's <laughs> stop that. Uh, a moment's reprieve uh, for a conversation between Teddy and Faye. Oh, I love my them. horny parents. I love them so much for doing that. And I'm just so happy that they're together because I fucking, I've wanted this for so long. Faye is saying that she's came here to find a genuine connection with someone and then she's like struggling to say anymore. And then she goes like, I know I found that with you and I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else. And Teddy then is kind of like, oh, I don't want to tell you. But he's like, I didn't think I would ever trust another woman with my feelings ever again. Let's talk about that trauma, Teddy. Where is that hurt? Let's bring that to the red table. Where is it? Where? I haven't. This is the first time hearing of that. Sorry, heartbreak. I'd like to hear more, please. I'd like to subscribe to this newsletter. Who's the girl who hurts you, Teddy? I want all of the details. I've heard enough about Faye's fucking guard. Come on here. Like, when he was talking about, do you remember when they came back and he was like, you're not the only one who let your guard down, Faye. And I was like, it's like the notebook. Teddy seemed to walk in pretty open to feelings and pretty open. And now all of a sudden we're hearing about this like past relationship trauma. I'm like, excuse me. I love it. Please tell me the story. I'd like to know more, please. (laughs) Can we relate? Please tell me. Um, I just adore them. I just adore them. And I think if they keep tracking the way they are, I I pray producers don't try and mess with them. I don't think they will because I think they need at least 
two solid couples mm. moving into the last few weeks. I don't think they will after all the bloody complaints about the postcard. Let me tell you Sorry. that. Sorry. Do we know how many Ofcom complaints there were? I read 4,000, but that has not been fact-checked or verified. That sounds so. relatively close to the north. Like, Jack and Danny's was like 3,500, wasn't mm. it? So that could be. Was there more upper, though? Maybe there was. Seems like a, it seems like a lot. Not Like... If you compare to the Jack and Danny thing, which was Can pure, we? full manipulation. Yeah, lies. It was I lies. feel like this was like a little... A touch. A touch of the manipulation. Like. Can we make Ofcom complaints here in Ireland? Um, have you ever we done We can it? try. I would have... I Sometimes I just want to do thrill. Who do, you, who do you write to? Just fucking... It's like an email form, I think. You and fill it out. Or something like... <laughs> Holly and Phil. Hi. Check them there on Hi, Holly and Phil. Just a note on uh, this morning show. Uh, I'd love to just do, for the fucking thrill of making a complaint, like a little bit of Karen. I'd me, say you know I mean? can. I'd say you can. Yeah. Little little fake UK postcard. <laughs> I'm living in SW. <laughs> <laughs> Millie and Liam are having a chat. Liam again. I didn't take my notes because I hate him. Liam was like, I want to prove to you that what we had is worth it, and talk about. And then he starts talking about a new house. And he's like, this is a new house. And I'm going to... This is a new house. Somewhere. Your Welsh accent is very good. Do you think? Yeah. I was in... the little from my story. I was in school choir when I was in school. Obviously, because it's school choir. And we went to Wales for a performance. And for the whole, like, month before, we were all just like, I'm really excited about going to Wales. <laughs> like, for the whole... I'd say everyone in school was like, like, fucking choir bitches. <laughs> like, we were all just like, Wales. <laughs> Oh, so pathetic. That was our highlight. But yeah, no, he is just... Yeah, no, I hate them. Oh, Fanula! I, I, I hate this story they're attempting to sell us, like... And I love her. I love her. I think she's great. I think she has really grown from being kind of... Like, like let's face it, she was the Elma Tamora. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Tamora's Mora. Like, yeah. that's what they sent them in as. She was the Millie to Lucinda. Uh, and I think they expected her to be kind of a side character... Because they were all eyes on Lucinda for the first day. And all the boys were chatting about Lucinda. And all of everyone was like, no, but that Millie girl is kind of nice. And mm. she's grown on us so much. And to see her back down this week. And I I want to like check myself. Because like, who am I to judge? And I'm not in this situation. And if it's her decision and she has all the facts and she still wants to do it, then maybe it's right for her. But I am a person who hates to see the bad guy get away with the bad stuff. Yeah. And he has gotten away with the bad stuff. And I don't like it. I just keep thinking back to even when uh, Lily and the other cast and more people walked in and she said it and yeah. um, he just started laughing. Yeah. And like, I know it was like, maybe, maybe you're just nervous or something. And you, but it was like, that Adam Collard, like menacing. It was just like, if they're still, if they leave here and they're still together in a year, I'd be impressed. Eat my him. words. Absolutely. But even like, not before then. Like, yeah. I do not care. Like, yeah. he hasn't proven himself to me at all. Yeah. And I just hope for her sake that maybe she's just doing this to I'm not saying pure tactically to stay in the game but I do think she recognises that she doesn't have a connection with anyone else in there yeah so my thing is as well is like and we were speaking about this last night like it's all well and good like she was so done with him after speaking to Lily after hearing the story and then because she didn't have that pressure in one ear and all she was getting was the like oh he's being lovely he's being lovely he's being lovely like maybe that swayed her but like imagine when she comes out and watches the footage yeah because that is going to surely be like, ah, oh, fuck this. I like, just wish, yeah, I wish some of the others in there were strong enough to be like, maybe don't do this. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like, they're all obviously fucking busy mates now or whatever at this point. But like, yeah. I think, and I know Kaz is fucking en- enemy number one at the minute. But I think Kaz was the only one treating Liam the way Liam should have been treated following yeah. what he did. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like a lot of them could have done with taking a stronger line on that. Yeah. 
Jake and Lib are talking about Kaz and the Tyler situation. And Jake is saying that he loves Kaz more than he loves Lib. And Lib is like, did you just say you love me? And like, honestly, for the couple that are meant to be like the clear winners in ITV's mind and in Jake's mind, we see fuck all of them. No. We saw a cute moment last night. I say, I use the word cute, very loosey. They were playing on the beanbags. I did like that though. It did make me warm to them a bit more. But And then we saw this tonight and I'm just like, I, I just don't feel like the conversation and the, the crack they're having now is any different to the crack and conversation they were having week one. Yeah, no, it's very surface level, I think. I feel like everyone is just sitting, waiting for his reckoning. Yeah. Which I think... I saw you talk about this, like we... It, no matter what he does We will see him in a bad light yeah. What is it like? But, I, but I, there is a part of me as well That like obviously Purely from an entertainment perspective <laughs> I would love to watch that But I honestly feel like Yeah If something If they do like a tweet Or a headline challenge With something akin to that That really rats Jake out I don't know if I'd cope well Like and if Liberty took it really badly Yeah I don't know if I'd cope well With watching it When we're so close to the end Yeah like I think we have to give up on the tweet challenge. I just don't think they're going to do it this year. I think they're not going to do it. And I was going to say this to you when we were watching. I don't think they're going to do it because of fucking, inverse commas, mental health. And I don't yeah. mean that as in mental health isn't real. I mean, no, in the sense they that, pick like, and choose when they, they care. They pick and choose yeah. Yeah. when mental health, yeah. when they want to care about it and when they don't. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. think, I don't think they'll go near that. Yeah. But then a part of me is like, is that worse then? Because if, if and when Liberty watches it back, or like people tell her she sees things and she's like, well, hang on, like what? But what my the fuck thing, are we doing here? My thing about the tweet challenges, and I get the headline challenge, right? Because the headlines, and me and you have worked in these places and we've written these headlines. The headlines can can pick up on one tweet or a couple of tweets that say, oh my God, Millie is playing such a game. And then someone can run with that story being like, people believe Millie is a game player because of X. Yeah. And then that can be the headline they use. And then the Islanders believe that's a bigger story than what it is. When really it was like a handful of tweets that someone found and turned into a story, right? Yeah. Like this happens all the time. And the tweets is the same way. You could pull one of those tweets and put it in. But what if they pick tweets that are actually factual? Mm. Like what if they pick like, sorry, wait, can't wait for, J- for Lib to find out that Jake has been telling all the boys to like pursue the lad's holiday. That is a factual thing that happened. Mm. Is that, do you know what I mean? I'm like, surely that's fair game. That's what he said and what he did. It's not a falsified narrative or playing into a narrative. And while usually that's kind of the believed fun of the tweet game of like, oh my God, you're going to like push that button that mightn't have been pushed any other time. There are some truths that need to come out. And I'm like, is that kind of dodgy to break? I just don't, I just feel like if it's true and it happened, is that the same as like these kind of fictionalized stories? Yeah, no, I don't don't think so. But I think they're... Well, I'd like to think they're conscious of any of that kind of blowback. But then at the same time, I don't think they would have done the postcard if they were. I yeah. feel like they're very much Or like, ask the boys to be like, what are, What girls are self-conscious about fucking cosmetic surgery? Yeah, like, do you know I what I mean? I feel like, like they very much, there's always like, they'll always like, step like briefly step over the line. You know, that's clip in The Simpsons where they're in Australia and Homer keeps <laughs> going between the border yeah. of like, anyway, yeah. I feel like they do that with like, what needs, how can we push the boat and be entertaining? But it's also like kind of toes the line of duty of care or whatever. Yeah. So listen, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, but if you even consider, if you look back to like Winter Love Island and you remember when they did the one, it was a headline challenge, I think. And they were on about people's heads being turned and they included Finn in the headline. Yes. Even though it was like, it was from like the very start of Casa Moore and it actually wasn't applicable to anything yeah. later on. Yeah. Or his experience. And that totally fucked up Paige's brain. Like. Yeah. 
So I don't know. They're yeah. not above it. Like they're the not game. above it. And I think there is a way of doing it where you're just like, is this a fair representation of what happened? If we reveal it, is it something that like genuinely we have the footage to back up? Mm-hmm. Then is that the same as say that situation where it was kind of like a fictitious story or something blown way out of proportion? But then how do you decide what to put in, what truths to include, all that kind of stuff? I don't know. I just, I would like some people to get a little bit more comeuppance because yeah. I just hate seeing people getting away with bad behavior. Speaking of which, Toby and Chloe. <laughs> mm. I hate to say it, man, but they are kind of cute in their fucking delusion and in their messiness. They do clearly like each other is the thing. They, I just think they're like, he is definitely absolutely emotionally immature. Yeah. I'm not really sure what her crack is. <laughs> to be quite honest. I, like, I, I don't think she is. So I, think she was, I think she was able to like recognize and call out his bad behavior. But I just think she really likes him. Yeah. And I think it, I think there's a kind of a reassurance thing, like going back to someone yeah. that you liked and you knew you had something solid with when, to be honest, you've kind of been faced with these like Frenchy couples. Mm-hmm. And like when you've been pied, like let's call a spade a spade here, she probably would have stayed with them. Would Jay lift him? I was like, ah. insert male name here. Like people yeah. think they could win. And I mean, I don't know now. I saw, I, I saw a headline about that today. I, I oh, don't like, know. Okay. I don't think they'll win. I think people they may, think they'll win. I think, I think they may find war. I think they yeah, will make final yeah, war. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because Toby went from being villain number one to kind of, what was that dog with, with the word a hat in a cartoon? His kids were like, do you remember that dog? Uh, oh, oh, and they Catch like, the Pigeon. Yes. Dastardly. Ma- Dastardly. Uh, Mosh. Mosh. Ma- Master- I'm going to Google it. Google it. That's what Toby Dastardly? reminds me of now. Like, he's like, kind of, men- he's like, his messiness is entertaining now. I can kind of enjoy it a bit more than when he was the focus of the storyline for like a solid week. Motley. Cause, motley. Because I was exhausted by him then. And I was like, Toby, stop being a dick. You're fucking with people's feelings. But in the last couple of days, I'm just, there's something, because he's like a secondary messer to like Tyler's chaos and Liam's chaos. I've kind of been able to enjoy him a little bit more. And that's the kind of image I get in my head of him kind of being that dog character. Yeah. And like, no, I, I could I, see them final four because Chloe is also a person who's grown on me so much yeah. in the last few weeks. Yeah. I don't think he's bad. I just think genuinely like he's a young, emotionally stunted guy yeah. who has admitted he's never been in a relationship before yeah. and isn't great with communication. Like I think if he was a better communicator, he could have he could have somehow have navigated that love square better. I'm yeah. not saying like in a good way, but I think his issue It wasn't not the be- worst he'd handled that situation, to be fair. No, and I just don't think there was nothing like I think any of like the really bad shit he actually did at the start with kind of like Kaz and that situation yeah and then after that to be honest I think he was just like I don't know I think the heat got Hands to him on fire kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it's nighttime in the villa and Millie and Liam are sleeping separately and Abby is depressed they're the only two notes yeah. that I've put down pretty much I'm happy that Millie is making Liam still sleep in the own bed I was glad of that because I was like you know what no he can't be fully off the hook and I do think just because the recoupling came round so quick he got the pass mm. um, but I'm glad that she's keeping him out in the dog bed for a little while I don't imagine it's going to last long mm. the next morning he's at the end of her bed sucking on her toe there's too much no hate if you have a fetish. Absolutely. But I do not need to constantly hear about toes getting we sucked. Don't I just don't, don't need to see or hear. I just it. don't need to hear. Personally, thanks. Toby, Sam, Dale and Tyler are outside on the terrace. Nice to Toby to include Sam, to be fair. Poor fella's up to nothing. Yeah. 
Um, poor bastard. God, like honestly, he seems like a lovely guy. Just it's not happy for him. Toby's saying it's Operation Breakfast Picnic. We've got the blanket, we've got the melon, we've got the coffee, and we've got me. It's all set. That man is obsessed with melon. Melon. The worst and fruit. And smelling things with food. The worst fruit. Is it the worst? It is. The it's worst. It's not good. Grapefruit is It doesn't great, taste is it? like anything. I kind of like that though. <laughs> the whole purpose of eating or one of them is that you enjoy it. I mean... Is it five a day and all, do you know? Get or it it said, taste buds cancelled. <laughs> it's over for them. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not the worst fruit, but it's definitely in my top five. We had a, did you have a fruit day in primary school? With food dudes? Or no, just like just like a fruit. We had like this world world day where everyone got given like a country to dress the colours of the flag. I remember I got Dominican Republic. I still remember. And we that, that so day they also brought in fruit from around the world and everyone had to taste fruit and I tried star fruit. <gasps> it was disgusting. Oh, it, I thought star fruit was supposed to be nice. It was like a star shaped banana. Oh. Mm. Just a little anecdote for you there. There you go. I'm Toby. not kind of sure. I'm not sure what school you went to. Hedge school, maybe, but. Ah, oh, Toby's in the beach out saying, actions speak louder than words. I'm not really good with words, but I am good with actions. Like that fucking iced coffee says otherwise. The same guy who's jumped into four different beds in the last five weeks. Looking at that coffee gave me IBS. Like, I will. Oh, just... the coffees. He's just, but this is the thing. He has no, no self awareness, and I think that's the difference between, <laughs> like a tr- a true true villain is the thing. Yeah. Like I think if you're a villain, you know what you're doing, and you're doing it on purpose. Toby, I don't think has like <laughs> intentionally done anything in there in the entire time he's been there. Yeah. Um. Toby is practicing how to write the letter E. By closing his eyes and using his finger. And then he goes to the mirror and practices saying, what does he say? Will you have breakfast with me or something? Do you want to go for breakfast? Do you want to go for breakfast? He's like whispering it as if his mic won't, the mic that's attached to his neck won't pick it up. He then carries Chloe to the picnic um, and the lads are like delivering food and all the girls are looking down. And look, if they stay like this kind of cute and sweet and inoffensive to me, I am happy for them to rekindle this romance. But if they get any fucking notions about having any more drama or going for gold in this thing, it's off. It's off. Well, and in fairness, she said that as well. And I do believe her. Like, yeah. I think she'd be happy enough to like, not sack in the experience, but I think she'd be... If they got dumped, I don't think she'd be devil if they were together. That kind of yeah, but, but I think also like if he does something fucking else in there, I think she'll be like, right, okay, fucking sad. Yeah. It's like, whatever happened, if I'm voted out and voted out, like it doesn't really matter. Like I don't think she'll walk, but I think yeah. she'll be like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Like, yeah. I'm not a mug. Yeah, I liked so. her recoupling speech where she was like, but if you ever do that to me again, we're fucking so finished. Yeah. And I just thought that was really funny from her. But I think you probably do have to be that, like, direct to him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I just don't think he'll understand. Yeah, no, like, like, like a pure child, like, you have to be specific. Totally with the symbols. Honestly. Toby. He's asking Chloe what she wants. And she's like, I just want you, but I want you by yourself to me on our own just us like fully focused and he's like that's what I want to it's tunnel vision I'm so focused on you and like I just I want to believe it but like we've been hurt so many times Fanula, and mm-hmm. I just don't want to buy his bullshit again mm-hmm. Hugo and Teddy are having a chat <laughs> remember Hugo um, remember Hugo Hugo is talking about Amy and how things have not been the same since they came back from Casa Moore. 
Teddy is saying that, yeah, him and the boys have said that the spark that was there in Casa has not been there since they came back as well. And Hugo is saying that, like, at the start of that was the speech. Uh, oh, he was saying, sorry, at the start it was good and then it kind of dropped. And then with the speech and we're in bed last night, we were back to normal and, like, kissing and or cuddling and pillow talking and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, it either carries on as it was going yesterday or, or it carries on like that or it carries on as it was going. A bit dry, a bit forced, a bit unnatural and one-sided. And I was like, Jesus, you will let us know how you really feel. Yeah. There's this story going around and if, please don't send me the screenshot anymore. I appreciate you, but please stop with the Daily Mail screenshots. We've seen, We've seen the headline of... Um, Producers are fed up with Hugo and the job done kiss. Um, so they're not giving him airtime. I don't think the story's true, but I think there's a whiff of truth in there somewhere. I think people are interpreting it as if like that he's like not necessarily into Chloe or that he's not. Amy. Yeah. Or sorry. Chloe, <laughs> say. That was Wrong the person. problem. He's too into yeah. Chloe. <laughs> and I think people are. I think in this sometimes I think people forget that it is a production. Like mm-hmm. certain shots are set up. Yeah. And that it is absolutely a possibility that maybe he just struggles with actually the filming side of it. Yeah. And like the having to like maybe do things more than once and yeah. that kind of thing. I don't necessarily think it means that he wasn't interested in her, wasn't ever interested in her. Yeah. Um, And I do think we have to consider her position here as well because... If you're in Casa Moore, you're obviously going to graft because you want to be brought back yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Um, they, she didn't really have a connection with anyone else seemingly or we didn't get to see if she'd really tried with anyone else. Yeah. They seem to have a connection. Like obviously she was going to be kind of all over that, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's also very plausible that since coming back, maybe she's gotten a bit comfortable and is like, well, I'm yeah. here now. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um... And is maybe trying to cover her ass as well by saying like, well, he's not really making the effort me because that's an easy argument to make yeah. from what we've seen of him so far. Lazy. I also, yeah. yeah. And I also do just think maybe he has, I do still think he has incredibly high standards, but like, yeah. they do kiss. Like they do have, and I stand by the fact that like, I don't think he can fake yeah. being sure, physically AJ. interested. Well, yeah, it's like, I don't think he can fake that at all. Or even yeah. like with Georgia, he was immediately like, look, I'm going to fuck it. Let's cut to the chase here. I don't fancy you like. Yeah. I do, I get people's criticism of it. I get people's frustration. But I think there's more to this probably than meets the eye. And I do go back to it and I do say, if you were in the villa, you would want to fucking, and you were, there was no one in there you were interested in whatsoever. Of course, you'd still want to stay for a fucking six week holiday. If you were getting on well with everyone, you were in the sun. Yeah. You would like, and people who fucking say they wouldn't are liars. Yeah. My problem with Hugo is that it, that, but we were just talking about this kind of OG entitlement that he so clearly has. Mm. He kind of feels like he's old women. And I've said this a number of times over the last few weeks that he's in the beach up being like, my journey's, journey's finally began. I'm excited to see what woman walks through the door. It's like, yeah, look, there has been a revolving door of Islanders, but it's not like for you. They are also here for an experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think Hugo thinks that it's like, okay, right, next one, that didn't work out. So bring in another one. And it's like, at some point... I get that you can't force feelings and I fully get that like he hasn't really had that. And maybe, th- maybe there is something to be salvaged here with Amy. Maybe there is. I don't believe that this is a true kind of It's not long term. Do no, not get me wrong. No, like it's no, not, it's no. absolutely not long term. No. But, and I do think as well, as much as I'm being probably borderline Hugo apologist here, I do think <laughs> his, his time like needs to be 
up yeah. now, yeah. I think. I think if this fizzles, it's like, grand. Look, I don't think he's going to make it through tonight's dumping. I don't think she's going to make it through tonight's no. dumping. We will get there. Spoiler alert, if anyone didn't watch it tonight. Amy, at the same time, is talking to Chloe, Millie and Faye by the pool. And she's saying that, like, Hugo hasn't been overly trying with her over the last couple of days. And she's asking, like, does he really like me or has he just settled? She's like, I'm used to being with people who like want to hug me in the middle of the day or sit and talk to me. And I'm like, all right, Amy, high standards. Uh, Millie is saying that like she she feels like maybe the pressure has him backing off a little bit potentially. And then back with the boys, Teddy is saying on another layer, we haven't seen. um, Another layer we haven't seen. Don't know what he was saying there. Hugo's saying, I'm trying to bring that out. I want to make it work because she's a cool chick and I want the real deal. Amy is saying, I have felt it's been all about him, how he feels. Mm. And I feel like that is such another echo of what the Casa More girls have been saying, that it's like all about the people that they've partnered with and their happiness and no focus on the fact that the Casa More Islanders are also here for the same reason as you. Yes, they came in as kind of like these you know, shit stirrers and troublemakers and like all this kind of stuff. But now they're back in the main villa. That kind of stuff is null and void. Yeah. Like they're now just islanders. Yeah. And it's like, there's a weird complex between them. Yeah. And I I feel like the three girls are getting very, you know, your Clarice, Amy and Mary are getting very fed up with this. Yeah. You can yeah. see that even the way he acts and talks over. It's just kind of like, well, I'm sorted now. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Like I found someone. It's yeah. like fucking me, 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 me. Yeah. Um, he comes over and asks... Uh, Amy for a chit chat chew Throw the whole man out Awful Awful He's in the beach hut And he's like I am a man who knows what he wants And I've played the field And I want to find what I want It's like You are the furthest thing From a man who knows what he wants In my eyes Um, Amy says to him I feel distance between us I feel like it's early days But your comment in Casa More About having to stop grafting uh, Now that you had me Made me feel really small And he's like Why didn't you say that then Which I think is a really fair point Like it's very late in the day, a week later, to be talking about a comment he made in Casa More, but also I understand that she felt like that that would make you feel shit. Yeah, when when she said that and when he said that in response to her, I was like, oh yeah, fair play. He's like, he's dead fucking right. And then when she explained it, I was kind of like, oh well, actually, yeah. I suppose. Because yeah. again, if you're like fighting for your life in there to be kept in yeah. and you seem, you get any spark of interest, you're probably willing to like ignore things or like... Yeah not put as much emphasis on certain yeah. things and it's and it's it's natural as well like one comment you'd be like yeah okay look whatever I'll get past it but then when things start to build up you add that one comment in with to the rest of the stuff else. so yeah. I feel like that's what's happened here he's saying like what would me trying look like to you and like if you need to ask that question you're not trying <laughs> he's saying like you haven't pulled me for a chat once and she's like I feel like I've pulled you enough and he's like I literally can't think of a time that you've pulled me and she's saying like when people are together though it shouldn't be this like tit for tat of like oh well you pulled me and then I pulled you or whatever. And he says like you think I haven't been trying and I think you haven't been trying. And then they kind of come to this like weird resolution of like Amy saying like well look let's stop putting pressure on it and we'll be back to normal like in no time. And she's in the beach shop being like look hopefully we can just be ourselves for the next few days and have the best time in here and form a good bond and a connection. And the pair of them hug like I would hug my mother like mm. it's very like tap on the back rub 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 done kiss on the cheek out the gap like I just don't believe there's anything here and I feel like they're trying Amy is trying to make something work I potentially think for part reasons the game maybe real reasons she actually does have some kind of feelings for him I don't know but it's just like 
stop trying to make it happen because I just don't think this is going to happen. Mm. It feels like Alex and Alexandra, do you remember near the end when it was like, this isn't happening and then he called it off and she was like, sorry, what the fuck? Why are you breaking up with me? Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't think they've much time left in the villa anyway, personally. So yes. I don't think we'll have to give much headspace to this. If anymore, they made it God. to tomorrow, I would not be surprised if I got a press preview in the morning being like, Hugo pulls her for a chat to say it's done. <laughs> like, I just yeah, wouldn't. honestly, yeah. Um, it's challenge time. Uh, very little from the challenge. They're all dressed up like footballers and cheerleaders. They have to like run from one end of a tiny pitch to another and get sprayed by sauces. Um, yeah. Millie did make an interesting joke about when her and Liam were up. Uh, Liam was saying that the boy, they were doing so well that the boys ended up cheating. And Millie made a joke like, oh, you'd know all about that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe they're taking a leaf out of your book. That was it. Very fucking on the nose. But then I'm kind of like, are you able to say shit like that if you're like, you're even entertaining this? I just thought it was very soon to be making bantery jokes about that when he's still sleeping on the other. Like if we heard this now the last week of the show when they had really reformed and he had proven himself and they were back on Seems very early doors for her to be kind of jabbing him. With I that. feel like it just it just not that shows, I've any sympathy for him. By the I way, I feel like it just shows that she's not o- that like. Well, I yeah. I can't tell if it's like she's not over it and she's doing certain things to like save face. I like him not being in the bed, like yeah. him not kissing for a really long time, whatever. Yeah. But like, I feel like she's also like desperate to do it, but kind of knows how it looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if you were in a position to be joking about it, you'd be kind of over it. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like what I said didn't make sense. But basically, I just mean <laughs> I got like, you, I got yeah, you. like, do you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah, I feel like she is actually over it and like wants to start fresh. But yeah. I, there is a bit of her trying to save face as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think she's kind of forcing the comfortability with the situation yeah. now by making jokes like that. And it just feels a bit weird, especially when the majority of the audience is still like, dump him, yeah. like get him out. Yeah. There was a snagathon where they all had to like shift for the longest time possible. Um, weird challenge. Millie pushed Liam off. She didn't even entertain the game, which I was like, good. I'm happy that she's sticking by those kind of things. Amy and Hugo were weirdly performative, like just... Mounting and then changing positions every kind of 30 seconds, like weird, 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 weird. Uh, Faye and Teddy found it fine. Clarice and Tyler seemed to find it fine. And Kaz and Matt did okay, but they lost out near the end. We we're on to the Kaz and Millie chat in the kitchen, which was just a low point for Kaz. Kaz is talking about the challenge and Tyler kissing Clarice, saying that, you know, I, I went into that not wanting Clarice and Tyler to beat me and Matt. Kaz is like, I'm not the only person who can be made jealous in this place. And then she hops up on the island and she's like kind of posing like one of them French ladies. She's like, is this a good angle of me? And Millie's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. And Kaz is like, no, but like check from his POV, like check from where he's. And she's like, yeah, 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 no, that's good. Millie is like, this is embarrassing how much effort you are putting into making this guy jealous. Kaz is like, is it bad that I got so jealous of Tyler and Clarice? And Millie in what I think was a very true, like, reaction to it she's like no you had a connection feelings you have uh, the feelings you have were there and they haven't gone away but are you more jealous about the kiss than you are happy about your kiss with Matt and Kaz is like laughing being like oh my god that's so bad I am I'm more jealous I'm more jealous and it's like when when is the other shoe going to drop that Kaz is also talking about a man who is interested in her Mm. Who she has had the same conversation that Tyler. I just don't, I don't understand how she's so blind to what she's doing. Listen, I think, I think she's, 
and in the same way that kind of Millie backed her up on it, I think she's entitled to like feel the way she felt and maybe yeah want to look into that or want to like really map it out and see where the fuck her head's at. Because obviously you don't want to leave Matthew on as well. But it's yeah. just like what happened after and the way she's dealt with it. And I again, I suppose that immediate aftermath of the Casamori coupling. Mm-hmm. Like we have all that footage to look back on where she's like, you can't get to know the two of us, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. I'm obviously not directly quoting there, but like, yeah, but essentially that was what she said. It's like I want a hundred percent or nothing. Like it's very much the lads have been like cake and eat at this series, and now she's showing signs of it, and it is that entitlement of that she has, where like she, I, I think she, think, oh well, sure, I'm sorted because like Matthew's interested in me, but he's not giving me a hundred percent what I want, so maybe I'll pursue Tyler again. But he's also not giving her a hundred percent what she wants. Like it's yeah. What are you doing here? Like, it just seems like you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Tyler, that It's nighttime now and they're all getting ready and then they're out having drinks and Tyler pulls Kaz for a chat up on the terrace. And he's like, what's the situation with us? And Kaz is like, she's being very flirty. We saw a return of the baby voice in this conversation, which... Never I, good. Never good. Never I hate good. the baby voice. So, so shit. Kaz is like the door is open like there's a crack like there's just a really there's a small crack it's teeny small, tiny feelings teeny crack them. and he's like what's keeping it open and he, she's like yeah the little feelings that I have just those really small little feelings like being really cutesy like very aware of her power that she has in that situation over him and it's just uncomfortable to watch because it's like you know Matt is downstairs oblivious to the fact that you are still entertaining this Tyler's like I want I obviously want to chat to Clarice but I miss you and I want you back and you can see that when I'm walking around and I'm just looking at you and Kaz is like I never seen that she's like I might pay more attention now um clearly you're seeing a lot more than I am blah 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 like some bullshit like this and he's like look I see it now between us like what was there all this kind of stuff Kaz is like thank you for letting me know like it's up to you to open that door I'm gonna keep getting to know Matt that's only fair and I was like on who? On you. Like, yeah. It's only fair on you, you're saying, but not to him because mm. it's certainly not. Tyler is like, oh, is this a race? Is this a race? Like, and she's like, yeah, so don't lose. And like, she's a girl who got game. Like, you can't fucking... She lo- you she can tell. I mean? She loves the game. And like, She's great with the lines, yeah. like. Yeah. I just think different circumstances, yeah, I'd be absolutely loving it, but I just... It's very hard. It's hard to it's watch disappointing. When, you know, when you know the two of them haven't spoken to the people that they're actually coming yeah. up with. You know? It just feels a bit icky. Yeah. He's saying that I'm going to go talk to Clarice and then we get a flash inside and Clarice then is back, is in the dressing room as well. I think she's swirling mouthwash or something. She's not able to talk at some point. They hug in the same spot that they shared their first kiss um, and then they walk back inside and Clarice is in the dressing room and as they walk in, Faye is walking in the other door and Clarice is like, ah, ah, whatever. Like she's kind of shocked and Kaz kind of just walks past her and straight downstairs. Tyler says something like oh Clarice when you're done will you come and grab me and she's like yeah and the two girls are straightening their hair and like Clarice is clearly looking around to like get Faye's attention to be like what the fuck did I just walk in on and I thought it was really interesting that Faye didn't give her the time of day there to kind of indulge in that conversation because usually Faye is right there for those kind of chats Mm. and I think it's just another symbol of that kind of divide between those girls and the main girls and like I know that Kaz and Faye have been like OG besties since the start but I just thought it was another interesting sign of like that kind of feeling of I wonder, sorry Kaz was here first I wonder is it maybe as well because of the Teddy initial Teddy connection maybe and the challenge maybe. kisses there maybe I don't maybe. know maybe maybe I actually hadn't thought of that maybe, I mean maybe I just I kind of feel but her loyalties are always going to lie with Kaz yeah. as well I think that's but that's definitely predominant yeah 
Kaz, Faye, Abby and Libra downstairs having a chat and Kaz is telling the girls about what Tyler had said and that he's going to cut her off with Clarice and the girls seem quite surprised by this. At the same time, Tyler is grabbing Clarice for a chat there at the fire pit and he's like, the lovely Clarice. Oh my God. He keeps saying, he's like, the long and short of it is that I can't turn my feelings off for Kaz. And Clarice is kind of sucking her teeth and like getting a bit frustrated because it's clearly not a huge surprise to her. She's like, I fucking... She's asked him so, so many, many times. times. Yeah, so many times. She's like, I fucking knew it. And she's like kind of sighing. And he's like, look, I told Kaz that it's her for me. And now that um, now that's not taking anything away from you, you're still amazing. All th- and I'm like, as soon as you think you need to tell someone like Clarice that she is still good enough... Like, go away home. Yeah. Go away home. This girl doesn't yeah. need any fucking reassurance no. from you that she is perfection. From Look you, at her. Tyler of all people. Fucking she, oh my God. She's like, I don't want to have this conversation. Please spare me the fucking fake, you know, ego boost. He's like, it's just the way I'm feeling. It's a weird one. We're locking eyes and smiling in the hall. I can't put it into words. And she's like, well, why are you still kissing me, hugging me, being next to me and all that kind of crack? He's like, I don't know. I can't put timestamps on it. I've been feeling off but still wants to get to know you fully and I can't shake that feeling about Kaz. And she's like, cool, just wish you didn't bring me back here. I could be at home. There's nobody else I find attractive in here. Like, I would be at home. And then Tyler starts down this rabbit hole of like, well, the lads in here find you attractive. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about the lads in here. Like, what the hell? She's like, you do your thing. Enjoy yourself. She starts taking off her shoes and she's like, this is just pure bullshit. He's like, you know, someone He gets could... really angry about her taking off her shoes. Which Why is, is like... everyone making a big deal of the shoes? Is that like a sign She could knock on the deck. Tyler, there's nothing to do with you. Yeah. She's fucking Get fine. He's like, someone could walk in that's your type and you can crack on. And she's like, I can crack on at home. You go get your cas and I'm gone. And she walks out. Everyone then around Zilla is like, oh, that babe. Well, she's walking away and everyone's like, oh my God, her shoes. Chloe's like, her shoes are in her hand. All this kind of stuff. She's clearly raging. She's up in the dressing room, like saying she fucking knew this was going to happen. Tyler then fills the boys in about like that he had a chat with Kaz and told Kaz that he's all about her Which now. was really strange. Really strange. They're all stood around the fire pit. It was fucking weird. Like an AGM or something. Then Teddy is the one to be like, I think you and Matt should probably talk. And I'm like, yeah, Tyler, maybe fucking. But also I would be like, oh my God, why hasn't Kaz spoken to Matt? Because Matt is like so far in the dark here. Like he is in a fucking We're so cave. many steps ahead where it's like we. Forgot about yeah. him. Like, Fuck Matt. We forgot yeah. to update him. Tyler and Matt are chatting and he's saying like, sorry it happened like this. The long and short of it is, it's his favorite phrase, didn't get to have, um, I'm sorry that you didn't get to have the chat with Kaz before recoupling and I didn't get to have the chat, chat with her either. I can't switch off my feelings just like that. I'm sorry she hasn't spoken to you about it. Kaz still wants to get to know you, but I'm really sorry it's come out like this. And Matt, in fairness, was like, look, I always said that I'm happy for her just to get to know whoever. Um, and she's like, you have to know who you want to be with. And he's like, it's no pressure from me. But in the beach hall, he's like, kind of came out of the blue. I thought it was more just me and her. It was going pretty nicely. But a few things I need to iron out with her now. And then we have the Mac Kaz chat. And I thought he handled himself really well here. Um, I was surprised how mad he got. Um, yeah, same. In that we didn't really see that madness. Mm-hmm. But he knew that he was kind of getting tempered or whatever but I think to even acknowledge that and be like no I need to fucking because I might snap if I actually yeah. stay here and have this conversation which I think fair if he did snap, yeah absolutely fair he's like the fact that Tyler had to tell me really pissed me off you should have told me first and Kaz is like I'm not going to apologize for talking to him first he's saying like being told by Tyler is not ideal and she was like it wasn't purposeful to leave you in the dark Matt says you did say at the recoupling that you're going to give me 100% and Kaz is like I'm going to try you told me things aren't that deep so what do you want me to say 
And I was like, maybe not the thing that you said yesterday when you said it was, you were all about Matt. Mm. Matt is like, I said it's early days. And then he's like, fuck this. I need to walk away. This is pissing me off. And in the beach shot, he's like, this, this just changes my whole perception of her. And like, me too. Like, me too. I just... It goes back to the thing of if someone did that to her, mm-hmm. if someone did that to her, yeah, we it would be fucking front page news yeah. on the fucking the Cas Times. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it would Lib be, would be like, the my end loops. of the world. Yeah, yeah. And I just think it's re- especially like you had the option to pick Tyler, and you didn't. Yeah, like this is just off the back of a recoupling. Yeah, that that recoupling was a twist to the knife. I feel. Yeah. I just and I think she's been putting a lot of pressure on him to like move at a uh, move at a pace that she really wants clearly from someone. Yeah. Whereas like he's clearly interested. Again, I don't think you could really fake that. Maybe I'm being not cynical enough there, but like he's said he's Matt. interested in her. Yeah, yeah Matt. I, I agree. No, I agree. Fully. Like I think they're totally fine. Yeah. But I just think she's like I don't know. It's very have your cake and eat it. I have two boys interested in me now where I've had a really long kind of struggle in the villa. So, you know, and I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah. But forgetting about the other people that are involved. Yeah. And the other people's feelings that could be hurt. Look, I get that Matt has been quiet and maybe that she feels like, you know, he hasn't been super emotive about his feelings. I do feel like also he's probably been a victim of the edit this week. I just can't imagine that he sat there in silence during all those conversations. Nah. I just don't believe that he nah. sat there sucking on his water bottle. Um, But I just... It's just frustrating. It's just really disappointing because like, it's just really disappointing because she had such a peg on why Tyler was in the wrong, why his behavior was so bad. You know, the betrayal that he had caused, the hurt, she had such a peg on it and she has done it all through the series where she's like, this is the fault, this is the mistake they made, this is the damage they caused. She has such a handle on that stuff and to see her to kind of just totally turn her back on that and just like do the same to Matt, I was like, oh, it was just hard. Beautiful timing text about the public vote they gather by the fire pit and we then realize we're going to get a longer episode the couples and uh, they're running through the couples that are saved first up chloe and toby shocked the pair of them are shocked delighted delighted with themselves um chloe gives a little wink to teddy which was a little cute little moment next up teddy and faye were saved uh faye is like beaming she's delighted to be back with her teddy teddy is then winking at jake and lib as if like they're like passing the bat on mm. Liv and Jake are then saved. Uh, and then we're down to kind of the, oh, where could it go from here? Like, I'm not really sure. Uh, Kaz and Matt are the next couple saved. They hug, they sit down. Matt doesn't have his arm around her and Kaz asks him if he's okay. And he kind of nods, but kind of is a bit dismissive of her. He looks kind of uncomfortable and a bit disappointed that like, that's why he's been saved. The hug was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. And she gets comforted by Jake who's next to her she looks kind of like she's maybe not tearing up but getting a little bit like oh god what have I done next up saved Abby and Dale quite surprised um but I think that just goes to show then that the public believe in them like yeah and then I'm like what like ifs and buts and candy and nuts like if yeah if, they, if he was coupled up with Mary would people give a fuck like you know he is the most likable of the Cassia Moore lads that we've seen just because we've seen the most of him yeah. and his personality and, and even at that we still haven't seen that much no you know, which we is haven't sad. and Abby I feel like has grown on people through Cassia Moore through her friendships with the girls and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah I was kind of surprised that, but again they could have been the right at the tip of the bottom three you know like just because they were announced then Hugo is kind of smirking looking a bit nervous and then at some point he looks like he's actually about to cry he starts changing colour yeah, like, yeah yeah he starts getting yeah. pinker and pinker and pinker yeah. 
And Amy at one point is like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, best ever or something like that. Or like never, never been better. better. Yeah. And it's like, okay, awkward. He looks like a medium rare steak. Like. Yeah. Knowing that he has no interest in the woman next to him. But he's like, I just want to stay in this villa. Because I'm like, this is the most fun I've had in a really yeah. long time. Yeah. Millie and Liam are the next to be saved. Uh, the pair of a kiss on the cheek. And then we find our bottom three couples. And they're told to stand in front of the fire pit. So it is Sam and Mary, Tyler and Clarice and Hugo and Amy. And they get another text. Two boys and two girls will be going home tonight and that will be decided by your fellow Islanders. The boys must decide which girl to save and the girls must decide which boy to save. Surely be to God, Tyler Mary is getting saved. Yeah, I had a couple of messages being like, oh, um, they'll save Hugo because he saved a couple of the girls before. And I'm like, maybe if it had been like a week or two previous, but I think he's there long enough He's in a couple now. Yeah. If he is saved, he's not going to be saved with Amy. And I think if they're going to save, it's so hard because I do get it that it's like, they're all friends and like, there's an element of them wanting to keep their friends and the people they've known the longest and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I do think a lot of them have good enough heads on them where it's like, you've gotten everything you could out of this experience. Yeah. You should probably just nip home. Like, you know. And it's that thing of, like you said, like Amy is not going to get saved. Because the boys aren't going to pick Amy. They're going to pick Mary mm. because Dale is sat on the sofa and he clearly wants to be with Mary. Mm. And if Amy doesn't get saved, then why would you say if you got what for him to have another chance? Whereas Tyler, like they're saying, well, like Kaz and him are kind of back on. Like there's kind of a reason for him to be saved. Now, I don't agree with it and I wish that he wasn't saved, but they are the only two that I feel like there is someone waiting for them on the couch. Yeah. Poor Sam. <laughs> Poor Sam, man. Poor Sam. There's only one loser here and it's Sam. It's Sam. The only thing is though, he is coming out to a lot of like, poor Sam. Like there's been yeah. a lot of cast and more people who've come and gone who are just kind of like, oh yeah, grand, whatever, good yeah. luck. Sam has gotten a lot of sympathy. Yeah. I think because he's just like a likable fella from what yeah. we've seen. I think he's just consistently drawn the short straw. Yeah. Through no fault of his own really like. So do you think Mary Tyler, surely, yeah? I, Mary yeah, Tyler I, if I was a betting woman, I would put money on it. I'd be really, really, so I can't figure out any other combination. That I don't would make think sense. so. Uh, yeah, unless they decided Hugo and Amy to stay, but I just feel like, especially after the conversations they had today where they were unsure and stuff, I don't know. I just feel like. Unless you've, like, a case of, like, Matthew really pushing back on Tyler, but, like, if he's going to be one voice alone in that. Yeah. And I'd also, is he, he going to fight for. Is he going to fight for Kaz? I don't think he's a guy to fight for Kaz when she said, like, I think I'm going to give more time to Matt and to Tyler. I think mm. he's kind of like, I'm, I'm done. Like, that's yeah. not for me. It's a weird one. Do you think we're going to get more bombshells this week or next? We surely are. God, I actually don't. I have no concept of time with the show anymore. So we have two full weeks left. Is that mental? I would imagine we'll have to get some in the end of A couple week. more, I think. Yeah. Maybe two more. A boy and a girl, maybe. Because mm. Greg came in, I think someone said 12 with 12 episodes left he got so that's just under two full weeks I think 12 nights or 12 something like that so we're due some people by the end of this week or early next week yeah well let's take it that Mary and Thing are Tyler. saved Matt is then loose so then you've like Matt loose Abby Abby and Dale yeah whatever that is is that is that it unless they send some like I would love if they send someone in for Millie but I just don't know if that is a shakeable couple anymore. Yeah. I think once she's made the decision to give it a go. And I feel like the public won't care. Maybe they will too. I would Maybe they, fucking they, love it. I'd love that if they if we got a public vote to decide who went on the dates. 
and I loved yeah. there was just kind of a mob mentality to be like how did Greg get Amber it was a public vote wasn't it it was a public vote yeah because this was obviously all post my yeah. girl and she was really depressed yeah and, and the girls were outside being like please make him have a big cock yeah. or did, or did mm. he pick her I think it was public vote could have been I don't know I can't I remember. It's not what it used to be. Someone will remember. DM me about it. So yeah. Thanks a million in advance. Um, yeah, I think we're due one, maybe two more people just to kind of give it a little more. One last shake of the tree. Yeah. To get rid of those few lo- loose leaves. Yeah. And there are a few. There are a few. Fanula Jones, a joy to be back talking with you. Thanks I've, mi- I've missed you tons. I'm so glad that you're feeling better. Oh, it's been great. A little trooper. A, a little, little trooper. trooper. If anyone hasn't slid into her DMs to tell her how fab she is, please do it. Oh, thank you so please much. Please do it. Till tomorrow, guys. Bye. Thank you so much to Fanula Jones for being back in the studio tonight. We have missed her so much. And thank you to you guys for getting in touch and listening each and every night. You're fab. Thanks to our sponsor, Just Eat. We also appreciate you. Make sure to download the Just Eat app and get your order in in time for tomorrow night's dumping. I'm excited. Keep an eye on our Instagram page for a chance to win Just Eat gift cards. They are coming at you hard and fast over at my pod on paper. And you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. So you can listen to us whenever and wherever you like. We will be back tomorrow to digest the latest dumping and the fallout. I'm so excited. We'll talk to you then.